Do you ever find yourself mindlessly grabbing a latte on the way to work, even though you just bought one yesterday, or maybe tossing a pack of gum in your shopping cart when you're at the grocery store checkout without even thinking twice? These little daily purchases may seem harmless in the moment, but collectively they can seriously start to eat away at your overall spending power and financial goals over time. A few dollars here and there on the daily coffee, the occasional takeout lunch, or maybe those impulse purchases can start to add up substantially. According to a survey by Bankrate, nearly 60% of Americans spend over $100 a week on seemingly minor everyday purchases. That's over $5,000 a year that is just leaking out of your budget without much conscious thought. In today's episode, we're going to explore how those small purchases that you really don't think twice about could actually be secretly sabotaging your finances. You'll learn why it's crucial to be mindful of those minor, very minor money leaks and how monitoring discretionary spending can help you finally pay off debt, save and invest more intentionally and reach your big financial goals faster. I'm going to share some simple strategies that you can start using today to take control of your small daily purchases so you can start to build real wealth. Let's jump in. Welcome to the Financial Mirror. Financial Mirror. Where future success is reflected in our knowledge of fixing the one thing we can control ourselves. Welcome to the Financial Mirror, and thanks for joining me today as we continue to work to improve the one thing that you can control yourself. If here at the Financial Mirror, it's not about the numbers and spreadsheets alone, but about transforming and educating you on money so that you can make smart financial decisions. If this is the first time you're joining in, don't forget to hit subscribe on YouTube to be notified of all the new episodes as they release. If you are listening on a podcast platform of your choice, go ahead and like and subscribe to the podcast. If you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, leave that five-star review and a written comment as both of those go a long way in spreading this information to more and more listeners. So I want to start off with a couple questions. A uh, very simple question, actually. It's just, it's just actually, it's kind of two questions, but First question is kind of like, have you ever felt like you were spending way too much money on little things that don't really seem to be a big deal at the time? And the second question is, when you do this, do you catch it? Do you catch it? Do you catch like you you feel like you have this feeling that you are spending way too much money on those little things? And do you catch it and realize that, yeah, like I am. I'm spending way too much money on it and I need to do something about it, right? Like, do you catch that thing? Because a coffee here, an impulse buy there, they can all add up. They really can all add up. And it's crazy that people are out there and they can, some people can acknowledge it and realize that, yeah, like I'm, I'm way overspending in this little bitty thing, whatever that little bitty thing is, um, and, and they not do anything about it. Now, in today's episode, I do want to talk a lot, a lot about those small purchases and how they can be, they literally can tear away buying power, tear away spending power that you could be leveraging to reach your financial goals. Now, 
I am going to start off with this one simple statement, phrase, whatever. You're going to talk to people in sort of this financial, personal finance realm, um, and they're going to tell you, well, you know, cutting out a cup of coffee is not going to get you rich. Cutting out the energy drink a day is not going to get you rich. Cutting out the takeout food for lunch is not going to get you rich. And I'm pushing back on that. I'm pushing back on it. And I'm going to tell you why. Because, yes, $5 a, a month or I mean, $5 a day over, you know, a couple of trips to Starbucks in a month is not going to get you rich. However, over time, that money could have been used for something else that is keeping you from being rich, right? So while cutting the $5, cutting the $10, cutting the whatever, like I don't care what it is, cutting that in and of itself is not going to get you rich. Like you're not going to all of a sudden cut it and be rich. So that statement is true. However, if you cut it and you cut out $25 a month in Starbucks and all of a sudden you now put that toward debt, you cut out $30 a month in takeout lunch and you put that towards debt. You put that into an investment. You put that into a savings account. Yes, you will reach your investment goal, your getting out of debt goal, or your emergency fund goal faster. Not like there's nobody that can disprove that. Like you will get there faster, right? You will get there faster. Uh, there's nothing that anyone can say to disprove that. So I want to talk about that today. I really want to talk about that because there's those small purchases, they could be stopping you from reaching your actual financial goals. And when you have people, you know, yapping in your ear saying that that's not the thing, like, like cutting out a cup of coffee is not going to get you rich. I mean, maybe, maybe that's true. Maybe it's not, it is not going to get you rich. It's not even a maybe it's not going to get you rich. However, what it will do is enable you to open up that spending power, open up that buying power to put that money somewhere else. No one can disprove that. So I'm going to share some, some examples today of how those like little sneaky, small purchases, uh, that you may or may not realize could be holding you back. I'm going to give you some practical tips, a couple mindset shifts that you can help to start to monitor and look for those little money leaks as they're happening in your budget. So today I really want to just talk about gaining control of those small purchases because it can have a huge positive snowball effect on your finances. If you'll start to address it, if you'll start to learn about it and you'll start to acknowledge it, it will change your finances. So I'm going to start off and jump right in. The biggest thing that you need to do is understand that small purchases add up. Small purchases add up. The few dollars that you spend on a coffee or a snack, a takeout lunch, whatever it is, it it truly adds up. If you're if you do it one day out of the month, probably not a big deal, right? Probably not a big deal. And and I encourage you to actually do it one day out of the month. You know, if it's if that's something that, that you enjoy, do it. Like like I'm not telling you. Like let, actually, let me preface this before I jump in because this this is one of those conversations that are kind of kind of sticky with people. But if, if it if it's something that you enjoy, make some room in your budget for it and do it and do it. Um, but here's the thing: the thing is that most people don't do it one day a month. They do whatever this is and. Uh, here in, in this, in this episode, we can, we can use it for anything, but whatever that little small purchase is that you, this get that you consistently do, you probably do that more than one time a month. And I know that because mentally you're probably, when I, when I, if I ever talk about that small purchase, that's eating away your bond power, you know what it already is. 
because you've probably acknowledged it before. You just haven't made the change yet. Um, this, this term has been coined the latte effect. Um, but don't be confused because it's not just lattes, right? It's not just lattes that are just, that's small purchases. It's, it's gum at the checkout. It's, it's takeout at lunch. It's, uh, energy drink before I go to work. It's breakfast before I go to work. It's just that trip to the gas station before I go to work. Like a lot of times it's a, um, I could, I could have hit a little pun out there and say a latte times, but uh, anyways, it, it's, it's that little thing, right? It's that little thing that is, is just probably just eating away a little bit of your spending power. Um, so it can be anything, but the biggest thing here to know is that small purchases add up here in this example, I kind of threw up two. Starbucks latte, $5 on average, a trip to Starbucks, right? Do it for 30 days. You save $150 or you spend $150. If you cut it out, you'd save $150. Do that every day for a year. And you're looking at like 1800 bucks, right? A lot of money, a lot of money going down the drain there. Average takeout lunch, $10 a day for 30 days, $300 for 365 days. $3,650, right? Like big, big deal money is happening here. Uh, and you, if you can cut it out, you can save a lot, right? You can save a lot. Uh, but the biggest thing here is, is to first acknowledge what is that small purchase for you? What is it? What is that one thing that you just consistently are spending money on that's truthfully probably keeping you away from the, your financial goals? But the big thing to remember here is small little budget leaks will sink a whole ship, right? Like if you've got some good momentum going, those small little pieces can add up. Uh, the other one that I did want to talk about here because I'm seeing it in clients' budgets all and all the time, they're increasing is subscriptions. This is another area where that little $7.99, that $4.99, that $10.99, that $9.99, all of these quickly, quickly add up. Be aware of those little costs because those little costs are those small little leaks in your budget where you're just you're just letting that a little bit of money come out, a little bit of money come out. But over time, that is truly adding up. Uh, so that's kind of the first place. The first place that we really see is those small little purchases. The second thing that, that could be eaten away at that spending power is those impulse purchases. It's easy to throw you know, little items here and there into a shopping cart. It could be an online shopping cart or it could be a real life shopping cart, right? Like it's easy and and you could do it without even thinking about it. I pulled this chart and this is kind of the top impulse purchases by category. Uh, clothing is kind of the top um, food and groceries, household items, shoes, technology, uh, books, all those are kind of at the top. And then you kind of get to the takeout. And I did think it was funny that coffee was made it to the list, right? So 25% um, of respondents said coffee was one of their top impulse purchases. So I thought it was pretty funny just because we're talking about the latte effect. Uh, I thought it was pretty funny. It actually made it to the list. So, you know, there, there is some truth behind it, but impulse buy purchases are real, right? Impulse purchases are real. The biggest thing that I also want to highlight here, something for you to look at is email subscriptions, right? Just You're just subscribed to this little newsletter. You're subscribed to this, this company that you've bought from before, and they're like, hey, here's this new thing, right? Uh, on Friday, it was National Coffee Day, and I love Black Rifle Coffee, right? So I got this email from Black Rifle Coffee, and it was like, hey, in, you know, 
in honor of National Coffee Day, here's this exclusive bag of coffee we're selling. And I was telling my wife about it. And she asked me, just like in passing, she was like, are you getting it? And I was like, yeah, like, yeah, I'm getting it. Duh. Like, I'm, this is exclusive coffee that they just told me about three seconds ago. I'm definitely get it. And I, and she looked at me and she was like, wow, they really easily persuaded you. <laughs> so I walked into my office and I was like, you're right. You're right. I just got hustled and bustled just like that. One little email. I looked at it. It was a $40 bag of coffee. And I was like, yeah, I don't need this. So I didn't get it. Right. So I don't have the exclusive bag of coffee. If you got it, I would love to know, was it good? Because I really, I really did kind of want it. Um, but I didn't, you know, like I didn't need it. I, I literally saw this email and like 10 seconds before I didn't even, I didn't want any more coffee. I had plenty of coffee, right? I had plenty of coffee in the kitchen. And then I got this email and this email like convinced me in like five seconds that I needed to buy something that I never once thought about before that email, right? Before the email, I never once thought about needing another bag of coffee. So I'm telling you, it's the, it's the Netflixes and the, and the Amazons and the Shopify's or the Spotify's or whatever they're called, the AFI's and all these things, those subscriptions are, are little subscriptions that are eaten away financially, but don't let, let us not forget the email subscriptions that you're just getting a little email. It's a little drop of a, a nugget. Like, Hey, here's 25% off. Hey, 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 over here, 40% off. Right. And they'll get you. They will get you. So that's another place you need to be on the lookout. You need to be on the lookout inside of that mailbox. You need to unsubscribe, get rid of those things because those things could be holding you back from reaching your financial goals. Now, those are two areas that you can really look at. The, the third piece that I really wanted to touch on is you got to monitor your spending. 65% of people don't know how much money they spent last month. That is alarming. That is truly alarming. You need to be checking statements, you know, applications, however you track your spending, and you need to identify areas where those small purchases are happening frequently. It could be the coffee shop. It could be the grocery store. It could be the subscriptions. It could be the whatever, the hobby or whatever that you enjoy. I've seen, I've seen all across the board of what people kind of like spend their money on. They get, they get pulled into, but whatever those small little things are, you need to figure out what it is for you. Use a spending tracker app if you need to. You can use, you know, use cash purchases and just write down, you know, pen and paper. Like, but you need to monitor your spending. You need to understand where your money's going. You need to quickly identify these small leaks so you do not sink the whole ship. Know where your money leaks are and keep plugging away at them. Keep plugging away. Many never take the time to really understand this, but if you can start to understand where your little leaks are in your budget, you can plug it, you can fix them, and you can actually start to make drastic changes in your finances because a couple of those little a couple of those little leaks getting plugged, and you can really start to see some substantial money that you have extra each month to go toward the debt, to go toward the down payment on a house, to go towards um investing, to go towards retirement, all these things. You got to identify them and then you can start working towards your goals. Now, that was all very like super defensive, right? Defensive in terms of like getting all that information and saying, yep, I got to stop it. I got to stop it. I got to stop it. Now, what about like the offensive side, like allowing yourself, right? Like allow yourself to enjoy the coffee, allow yourself to enjoy the, whatever little spending thing you got going on. How can you do that? Well, you can set limits, right? You can set limits. 
If you find that you're stopping at Starbucks like multiple times a week, set a firm limit that says, you know what? You get one Starbucks run a week. Maybe you get two Starbucks runs a week. I'm not sure what your budget looks like, but figure out what it is for you that you can sort of set that limit and say, yep, I can do it. Uh, I'm just not going to do it a lot. I'm going to control it. I'm going to troll it like 10, 10 a month, right? I might do five and two, like two straight weeks and then do, take two weeks off. Like, I don't know what it looks like for you, but set a limit. That's a way that you can really enable yourself and not feel like you're like limiting what it is that you can and cannot do, but just saying, you know what, I'm going to do it, but I'm going to do it within limits. Everything, uh, everything within, you know, portions type of thing. I'm going to do a little bit of little Starbucks here, a, a pack of gum there, like, you know, a, a video subscription here, a music subscription here, but I'm not going to have the Pandora, the Amazon music and the Spotify. Right. So like, just figure it out, figure it out what it is. Um, but that's one way you can do it. Another way is to give yourself a little discretionary spending fund. Maybe inside your budget, you say, you know what? I'm gonna give myself $50 a month uh, just to be able to spend. Something me and my wife do is we we give each other fun money, right? Like in our budget, there's fun money for her. There's fun money for me. So look, we set aside, we d- dedicate how much we're gonna give each other for fun money and we go for it. You know, it's, it's the same. Like she gets the same amount that I get. Um, and that's just kind of like we, we, it's just like a, a rolling fund and we set it up like a sinking fund, right? So if you, that's just for easy math, say each of us get a hundred dollars and, and I spend mine and she doesn't spend hers the next month, we give each other a hundred dollars. She's got two and I'm still back at a hundred, right? So a little sinking funds is a great way to do that. Uh, but the key point I'm trying to make here is that I'm not telling you that you can't enjoy life, right? You can enjoy life. The key is to not let it get out of hand. Put a limit on how often you're going to enjoy these items that these little small purchases that you're that you're uh, trying to navigate, and put a limit on it. Because in all honesty, you need to maintain focus at all times on why you're doing it. Right? That you need to maintain focus on why you're doing it. So focus on your goals. Focus on your goals, and those could be your short-term goals. You know, anything can be accomplished within the year long-term one to five years or or medium-term long one to five years and long-term more than five, right? Focus on those goals. Remind yourself that I'm, I'm setting a limit. I'm cutting that small little purchase uh, out of my life because I want to use that money to invest. I want to use that money to, to pay down my debt. Um, is, you know, ask yourself, is this $5 latte worth delaying my debt payoff or maybe saving for a new house, like changing that by like, you know, a few days, like I could have bought that house like a week earlier if I had just cut out a, a month of lattes. Right. Um, like it's, it does, it adds up over time. Uh, when you rationalize it like this, you know, it, it's, it's a little bit easier to, to maintain. You're like, you know what that is, that's kind of keep me from my goal. When most people rationalize and say, uh, how they sort of convince themselves. They're like, Oh, it's only $5. Oh, it's only, it's only four ninety nine. Oh, it's only nine ninety nine. I mean, it's, it's not that bad. Right. The problem is that they don't, it's not just like they don't convince themselves of that line one time. They'll do that same line back to back to back for the whole week. Every day they give themselves the same line. It's only $5. Right. And now they look at it and they've, they've been saying that for, for 10, 10 days now. And that $5 is now $50, right? And then you go 10 more days and now you're at $100, right? And it starts to add up. You see the problem now? Now you're actually moving further from your goal. 
Now you're actually going backwards in terms of trying to reach that debt payoff, trying to reach that investment amount, trying to reach that house down payment, trying to reach that thing. You're moving in the opposite direction. So keep the big picture in mind. Don't look at how much the single purchase is, but look at how much you're spending on that type of thing over time. Just track it. Just track it. The small purchases eat away from you reaching your financial goals. And then the last piece I wanted to cover as we close this out is you've got to break the habit. There is a habit there, right? There is a habit. And um, the the latte is the easiest to talk about because you know it's the one place that we are commonly seeing people just flock to is coffee shops, right? Energy drinks is another one though. So let me not, you mean, let me not leave them out, but people are doing these things to kick off their day. Like it's truthfully, a lot of the small purchases that I see when I'm talking to people is that they're happening at the beginning of the day. They're happening in the morning when they're on their way to work. There is a, it's the cue. The cue is I woke up. The routine is I, I stop at the Starbucks, I stop at the gas station, I stop at the whatever, and I reward myself because the thing that I got is good, right? The latte is good, right? It made me feel better. The energy drink was good. It made me feel better. It got me through the day, right? So now the cue, it's, it's, a, it's a habit. It's a habit you've created. You've got a cue, you've got the routine, you've got the reward. you got the cue, I'm, I'm just woke up, I'm tired. Routine. I stop at the Starbucks, I stop at the gas station, the whatever, and I reward myself. I get something that makes me feel better. All these, all these, all these emotions, all these hormones, all these everything just going off like crazy in the body. And you have created a, a habit. You create a habit. Um, this is, this can quickly get out of hand. This becomes not a, not a, you know, once a week thing, but it becomes a daily thing. Have you ever noticed that when you, you have that first like reward, you, you reward yourself that first time, the next time it's much harder to say no. The next time it's much harder to say no. Like once you sort of start down that path, it gets harder to say no. Well, those are the, that's habit. That habit's just getting more and more ingrained into your life. It's going to be harder to break. However, you can, you can, you can stop it. You can stop it. You just have to identify kind of that that cue, and you got to give yourself another reward for that cue. Um, and over time, you'll you'll figure it out, right? You'll bring your lunch to work instead of picking up takeout. You'll make your coffee at home instead of stopping by the Starbucks or whatever. You you know the there's a lot of options out there, but change your habits around those small spendings, and it will add up. You will start to get to use that money for something else. Now. I hope you noticed that all of the pictures today kind of had coffees in them. That was totally intentional. Uh, <laughs> all the little comments were about the latte effect. Um, but in all honesty, you know, all jokes aside, you know, your future is created by what you do today. So if you want to spend the latte money on the latte money, I just can't stop saying latte. If you want to spend a latte money on lattes, then uh, you absolutely can. But here's the thing that I always ask people, like when we, we do the math, right? I'll sit down with clients and we'll do the math. We'll look at it. And it's like a hundred bucks, right? Like it's like, they're like a hundred bucks in the hole on Starbucks. They're a hundred bucks in the month on, on these little subscriptions. They're a hundred bucks in the month on Amazon prime purchases, buying things that they actually didn't even need, but it was impulsive, right? That we can look at that and then we'll look at it and we'll say, you know, like, 
you need a little cushion so you can pay off this debt. And, you know, that $100 would change this this family's life, change this individual's life. Um, but it's extremely hard. It's extremely hard to cut those things. But I'm telling you, when people say that cutting the coffee in the morning and making it at home for like 37 cents is not going to change your life financially, I totally disagree. And I hope that I, I hope I've convinced you that, that that's not true at all. Um, there, that, that even if it's 10 or $15 a month, put that into an investment account over time and watch that money grow, watch that money grow. That little short-term reward of you drinking a latte is, is, it was not worth it. Uh, once again, the bottom line is this, that the small, the small purchases can seriously hold you back from reaching your big financial goals when they become habitual, right? Stopping to get you a, a latte every once in a while, stopping to get you that energy drink, putting the pack of gum in the cart making a little purchase off something that you that you saw that you wanted every once in a while is not going to kill you financially. But when it becomes a habit and it's just something that you do over and over and over again, right? Cue, routine, reward, and you go through that cycle, that habit loop over and over again, there's a good chance that that, that is holding you back from making some of those next big strides in your finances, right? So just make the change. Make the change. But I, I've just offered some great tips. I've offered some 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 reality around how small purchases could be secretly eating away at your money over time. I hope this episode really has brought some some attention, some awareness of some of that sneaky small spending that you you have going on in your life, and and also hope that I help motivate you to be a little bit more intentional about the discretionary purchases, to be a little more intentional about those small little purchases that are eating away at your at your finances, because gaining control of even five or ten dollars a day that's currently being leaked out of your budget can make a huge difference over the long term. Now, imagine how much faster you could pay off debt say for a house or build wealth, if you'd cut the unnecessary small spending, right? Just cut the unnecessary small spending. So hopefully that opened your eyes. Hopefully that got you some, some good, all the creative juices going in you to think about how you could, uh, what you could cut, um, and, and start to make a change in your own life. Now, if you already take control of your personal finances and ensure you're on the right track to your financial goals, or you just need to sit some down, sit down somewhere to figure out like what is the next step for me. Uh, head over to thefinancialmirror.org and hit book now in the middle of the screen. Go ahead and schedule a free consultation today. Uh, we'll see if a financial coach is right for you. Uh, if you do want to give extra dose of support to the stream, head over to thefinancialmirror.org forward slash shop. Pick you up some awesome financial mirror gear. I truly appreciate everyone tuning in today. Uh, what a great episode. What a great way to to really start to take ownership of your finances by identifying and cutting out some of those small leaks in your budget that could uh, make a huge drastic impact on your ability to reach your bigger financial goals. Hope you enjoyed it. I truly pre appreciate you tuning in. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the channel. Comment on the video. Tell me how much you loved it. Tell me the big changes that you're going to make in your life and share this with your friends and family. If you are listening on a podcast platform of your choice, go ahead and like and subscribe to the podcast. If you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, leave that five star review and a written comment. Till next week, continue improving the one thing you can control yourself. Peace. Well, that wraps up today's Financial Mirror. Join us next week as we continue to work on ourselves, change our mentality 
and to commit to achieving the success we always envisioned. Regardless of your platform, help us grow as a community. Please like, subscribe, and share with the people in your lives.